Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Fides podcast. My name is Jerry Serino and I'm your host and I'm here with talent on loan from Rush. Hey, the reason that this is a special episode is because um, I got a little riled up a couple of weeks ago when I heard about a Democrat pro-abortion Catholic candidate who had been given the honor, and it's a very distinct and special honor, of being a Eucharistic minister at St. Charles Borromeo Church in Parma, Ohio, which is part of District 14. And when I heard about this and I heard the whole situ- excuse me, situation, I came to realize that my friend uh, Jolene Austin was was this individual's opponent and uh, I've I've known her husband now for a few years through our kids sports and uh, so I said this type of what I would call betrayal from a Catholic cannot go undealt with it has to be dealt with and I'm going to and I'm gonna start by first talking to Jolene welcome welcoming her to the show Um, Thanks so much, Jolene, for being here. I appreciate it. And uh, let's get talking about your campaign. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Jerry, for having me on the show. I'm really excited about it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And your voice is hoarse because you've been (laughs) out and around. No, you sound great. It it shows how hard you're working out there, uh, you know, canvassing and knocking on doors. The weather's changing, so it's not quite as easy um, as, as I'm sure you'd like it to be. But uh, let's talk about, you know, because I'll get into the whole the whole issue with pro-choice, pro-abortion. Forget the choice thing anymore. It's pro-abortion candidates in general, but especially someone who wants to claim to be a Catholic, a Christian. um, That that is a horrible betrayal, in my opinion, Um, endorsed your opponent. It is endorsed by Planned Parenthood. It's on his website. Um, tell us about your campaign. What what are you offering? Because I know Parma, I know Parma well, uh, as you do. And yeah. and you, you know what are you offering that the Democrat Party and specifically your opponent does not offer? Okay, so you know as you said, we're going to get to the other topic later. Why we're here today? Uh, when I went into, I, I never thought of myself as a politician whatsoever. Never wanted to run for a race five, five uh, six years ago. Never would have even seen myself sticking my name on the ballot. Uh, what had really gotten us into it was I actually got involved with the schools, and we had to make the decision of when my son, you know, he was in a special preschool. He had some issues, severe speech delays. And the first school that he was in in Parma actually did a wonderful job. They're called First Step, and they work fantastic with, you know, children that are, they're not where they need to be at this point. Uh, but when we looked into, you know, putting him mainstream into kindergarten, they, they were offering, you know, less than the state minimums for, uh, you know, uh, for offering IEP and for speech therapy and stuff. So we, we did end up going ahead and sending him to St. Albert the Great with our other child or with our other daughter at that point. And then we had another son that came back. But what happened happened was we were looking into, well, where is the funding, you know, for these children? And it just got, it started with that, you know, look, really looking into the Parma City Schools and our entire district and trying to find out where the money was going and then seeing the waste. And then that, you know, had gone back on to now, okay, getting into the city council. Um, we don't have term limits in my city. 
So, you know, whenever time we're going to do a ballot, there's no bubble to choose from. It's one and done and that's it. You know, we never had a choice. And then I restarted the Parma Republicans Club, started with uh, eight members, and now we have over 700. So it's one of the largest Republican clubs in the state of Ohio. We're proud of that. And that's how it all really began. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, um, you know, as I know and you know, Parma in that general area is a very Democrat heavy mm-hmm. uh, area. Um, and you are obviously a Republican. What makes you a Republican? Uh, just on, you know, on a non-religious thing, it would definitely be, um, you know, love of the country. Um, I believe that we all have, you know, our opportunity to be what we want to be in this country. And I, I more and more, we're seeing it not happening. Um, mm-hmm. I'm fiscally conservative. We have got, you know, we're struggling. We are middle class, my area is middle class struggling families. And, you know, the taxes and the inflation and everything else that's going on right now, we can't afford it. But at the same time, you know, they're passing these bills that are, you know, filled with so many um, earmarks and, and extra pork that's added, which is, it's not helping any of us. It's actually costing us more, especially with the Reduction Inflation Act, which I, I find to be a joke. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, that, and that's the question that I, I, I constantly ask myself, you know, I, I've you know, plenty of family and friends and all sorts of people that, you know, whether they grew up in Parma or we grew up in, you know, similar cities and environments, we're all kind of middle-class people. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but the Democrat party seems to have a stranglehold on that. And I, I get the impression and I've always felt this way is that, is that people too often look at political parties, like we look at our sports teams, you know, like you're a diehard, you've always been a Browns Mm -hmm. fan and you always will be no matter what. And it goes the same way. Yet I don't see anything about the Democrat Party, especially today, maybe in decades past, but especially today that represents the people that you just described, hardworking people, you know, we're working hard for their families to, to make, make a living and make a better living. Um, you know, you know, typically the blue collar type of worker, you know, which is the type of worker that makes this country work, by the way, people should know that. Um, but you know what is it that that you think has has drawn people to the democrat party in your area and why should they vote on our side okay that's a great question um actually and i think my family is the epiphany of what it means to you know have been we are uh, pro union my husband was you know uaw uh, you know, took took the buyout from Ford, and then we we've gone through the layouts as uh, I'm sorry, the layoffs as along with many of his friends. So you know, he went to U.S. Steel, got laid off. Went to Arthur Middle, was laid off, and we struggled deeply. You know, at this point, we had our first child. We're we're looking at 2009, 2010. We didn't know how we were going to ma- you know make ends meet. I'm I'm trying to bartend you know on you know two three nights a week. He's looking everywhere for jobs, and my husband was a hardcore blue Democrat. And it was just, he said his party ran away from him. He did not run away from his party. They're not what they were back then. And, you know, we kept saying, okay, so, you know, you know, we have someone like Tim Ryan right now, or even my opponent and they're all, oh, we're union and, you know, we're proud union, but your party is the one that made sure that our jobs were pushed overseas. And, you know, it happened exp- around here in my area, you know, a lot of Ford workers, a lot of Chevy workers, a lot of U.S. steel guys and our Sermittal guys, and every single one of our families was rocked by the Obama Biden years. And the rest of us are sitting here, you know, the ones of us that are in the manufacturing blue collar families, we're seeing it over and over again right now. We're scared to death that this is our tomorrow. We've already Mm -hmm. lived this. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's such a great way to put it. Um, you know, especially if you're a union member and if you go to your opponent's website, I mean, not only is Planned Parenthood, you know, on there is endorsing him, but all the different labor unions sure. and teachers unions. And again, that's very, very typical of Democrats mm-hmm. really everywhere is they have the labor vote, as we call it. I've I've never been a real fan of the blue collar, white collar, you know, we're all working, right? We're all working to provide for our families. We've just chosen different careers and that kind of thing. Um, But people are really, truly facing hardships everywhere um, put forward. These aren't just circumstances that are kind of, hey, you know, this is just the way it is. Oh, we have inflation. Oh, jobs went overseas, uh, you know, for eight years and beyond. Let's, you know, NAFTA was a big part of that. It took a Republican, Donald Trump, to come in and renegotiate NAFTA that helped the people that you're talking about in your district. It took a Republican, Donald Trump, to come in and get tough on China. And all you hear from Tim Ryan, since you brought him up, is I'm going to be tough on on China. Well, why weren't you tough on him for the last 20 years? Right. These commercials. And, you know, that's another issue with our society. We have so many people that vote on what social media tells them or a meme on Facebook or some of these ridiculous ads. And if you actually take the time and dissect these ads, you know, he keeps saying, I'm a moderate. I'm for the workers. You voted one time with Donald Mm -hmm. Trump, 100 percent of the time with Biden since he's come into office. Who's the losers in this situation? I know I'm the loser. I know all my friends are the losers. We were much better off financially a year and a half ago. Almost every single person I know, our kids' school, everybody, everybody is struggling at this point. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I say is people have to understand this is not just, uh, you know, people like to blame COVID or like they like to blame Ukraine, you know, the war in Ukraine, Ukraine, as though there's never been war in the world before. You know, know, we were were in the Middle East and in wars in the Middle East for 20 years and gas Mm -hmm. prices didn't spike like this. Right. No. We lost our energy independence because that's, you know, the the lack of energy independence affects the types of workers and the types of people that you're talking about, too, because oil is used in so, you know, it, it's in every fabric of our economy, of our country mm-hmm. um, in, in energy in general. But you also have rising energy costs. I know I see mine going up. I mean, that affects people in Parma. It, well, right. And that's a huge thing that's going on right here right now is uh, the officials years and years ago had decided or they kind of stuck something on the ballot that said, hey, we're going to save you money. So let us, you know, be, you know, let us be let us be in charge of saying who your energy supplier is. We're going to get you the best deal. Well, then this whole NOPEC scandal came out and all of us were you know, in NOPEC, didn't know we didn't opt into it. They automatically opted us into this. And didn't say anything. And then we were paying, you know, six kilowatts. And then all of a sudden, six cents a kilowatt goes up to 12. All of us got double and triple our bills. What does the city and the officials come in and say? Oh, we're really sorry. And we didn't know this was going to happen. But you still got to pay these bills. But we're going to go ahead and move you back into your old supplier to save you money for a little bit. Well, I don't understand how you're helping the people that got $400, $500, $600 electric bills in my area. And then, um, unfortunately, if they were on any kind of, um, you know, like a plan that spread it out through the year so that, you know, obviously it's more expensive in the summer, they were told, okay, well, now that you're out of this plan, you're in something else. They want their six, seven, eight hundred dollar back, you know, back bills paid immediately. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what happens when you put 
you put things in the hands of the government, whether it's the local government, the state, when, when you when and that's what people like you and I are fighting against is putting too much power and control in the hands mm-hmm. of those in government. They're they're almost always incompetent. Let's just be honest, right? I mean, we need competent people and to verify they're competent. Um, but they're also there's a lot of corruption, as we know. Um, and there's no very little accountability. So when they screw up like they did, was anyone held accountable? Right. I mean, no, no, they, they would try to say, Oh no, you guys voted on this years ago. And it wasn't just my community. It was North Royalton and Strongsville. And I think a a big portion of Medina. So we, I mean, this is a big thing that's all going on right now. No, no one's taking accountability for it. They never do. Now we all know, you know, as people that really research into this, we know that the, the cities had gotten kickbacks to agree to allow uh, you know their residents to be opted in and we're trying to fight that now we're trying to get at some point you know we're going through trying to find some kind of bill something to get in there uh to you know get people relief and say hey no this isn't going to happen and you need to cut those bills back and they need their money back so that's what i know a lot of us are working on right now and we're fighting because people can't afford it yeah no and and thank god for that and that's the type of people we need i've i've said is that we need fighters that's who we need you know we don't need career politicians you don't need to be a lawyer uh you you know you don't need to be backed by all these different labor unions i've never known there were so many of them um so you know going into that i want to i want to ask you and and this is even a sort of a question to those that are that might be listening that have voted democrat their whole life and feel Mm -hmm. that you know what is what are what is your opponent or the democrats in general offering to all the labor unions what is it what is what is so why do they say yep they're my team right well we've been looking into this and i've always wanted this and i used to ask my husband this all the time like you know especially when he worked for ford it was like your union dues, why are those going to the Democrat candidates? What are they getting back in paybacks? Well, and then we started investigating a little bit more and it's like, okay, let's take the sewer district, their union. Every single one of the Democrat mayors that is in, in the city sits on their board. Now, I'm, I'm not understanding how that's not a conflict of interest. You're my mayor. You're supposed to be doing the best you know, possible thing that you can for you, the residents of your city, yet you're, work, you're sitting on the, you know, the sewer board. And they're trying, you know, to basically take as much money out of all of us as they can. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, it, it keeps come down to this, and then you'll see, okay, well, this big union had donated, and then all of a sudden, you know, and people are starting to realize the corruption, as you said earlier, bids are going to certain, you know, companies that are part of the union for this, or, you know, it's it's just in general of you're right. What what are they getting promised? Like, you know, a union, as you said, like, you know, like, let's take Ford, for example, in Brook Park, they keep the UAW, it keeps going for the Democrat votes, but they took out almost every single factory out of Brook Park. They desecrated that city. They've lost so much tax money. And yet that UAW union still backs the Democrats. The Democrats were the ones that had their company move. Yeah. Yeah. It, it that's always so frustrating to me because I think you see that in, and within the black community, although that I think that that's changing, not drastically mm-hmm. yet, where it's a almost like a cultural thing. And and I and I have you know teachers that have uh, been in you know in my family, and so that you know they all know they're like, well, we're like one of the only Republicans. And then you would mm-hmm. you would they would get stuff in the mail from the teachers unions, and it would have you know who to vote for, and they'd be all Democrats. And I, I'm saying, well, what exactly is it that they're offering you? And I don't mean offer them as a bribe. I don't mean any anything like that. Mm -hmm. Although 
I'm sure that happens. Well, but, we've seen it. It's yeah, we, we've seen it. County. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. you know, what is it from a policy perspective that, that they claim, hey, I'm a Democrat because of X? And that's the funny thing, because then you will sit here and you will talk to these union members. And I have uh, knocked, um, you know, in my areas, I was sorry, I have all of Parma, all of Parma Heights and a huge area of, of West Park. So uh, wards 11, 16 and 17. And they're all saying they're asking the same questions that you're asking me right now. Why has this guy been my council person for 20 years? And why do the unions, you know, even the unions that I work for, they keep backing this guy. He hasn't helped us or girl, you know, it hasn't backed us in anything. And we're sitting here, you know, in the police unions, I think, especially the people in Cleveland, they are so frustrated right now. Um, we are over 600 police low in Cleveland that we need mm -hmm. for safety. And the, we're not, the city of Cleveland isn't offering more money to bring in any more cops. They're not trying to replace them. Yet then you'll see like, you know, the police union will go ahead and still go for the Democrats, including, unfortunately, some Democrat um, candidates that actually have been screaming or have been saying it, defund the police, and they still get the endorsements. Yeah. I don't get it. But then if you talk to the random police officer that you're friends with, you talk to the random teacher, she's like, I'm not voting for these people, but the yeah. union heads tell us they want us to. What It's it's not the union people per se. It's yeah. not you know the, the workers. It's the union heads. Yeah. And they have I all the control. I was just going to say that is, is I believe that the, I believe that if you really looked into the hearts and souls of the union members mm -hmm. or yeah. even non-union, if they're, if they're in a similar industry, but they're just not a part of a union, maybe they're a small business or something in, in the heart and soul of those people, as I said, they are the heart and soul, first of all, of the country. They are what makes this country work, right? Yes. Certainly not these idiot politicians of both parties, by the way. Oh, um, for sure. But but it is it is the the regular rank and file people that they actually are conservative. I believe just like I believe that African Americans, by and large, are conservative in their hearts and souls. Mm -hmm. Hispanics as well. Um, we're seeing the Hispanic vote really start to change. Um, we're seeing a lot of progress there mm -hmm. and in the black community. I think the. Um, what what has historically been called the Reagan Democrats or now Trump Democrats um, is what we're seeing is people realizing, you know, I am not the, a Democrat. They don't really represent anything that they believe. I don't believe that either. Right. And, and so, you know, Jolene, you're you're a refreshing option and a great, um, you know, the type of candidate that we need. Uh, I'm not in your district. I'm close by. But yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I, I your district needs someone who is going to represent you in the Ohio House. Um, so where can people connect with you? And um, oh, you have a great event tomorrow. You have a great event tomorrow. You got to talk about. We do, guys. We have two extremely exciting events. So Friday night, uh, so tomorrow night at Rookies on Pearl Road in Parma from 530 to 730. J.D. Vance is coming to meet all of us. It's a free event. Come on up. We're excited, um, you know, to get, you know, we know he's a busy man running for Senate mm -hmm. and he's going to be here. And the following night, uh, or I'm sorry, the following afternoon, Saturday at the Union House, which is one of our fantastic local bars here in Parma. And as we're, we always try to support locals. So go rookie, yeah. go Union House. And thank you for sponsoring us for these. Um, we will have uh, Attorney General David Yost. Uh, Max Miller running for Congress and myself and, and Owen Lee Weingart running for county executive 
all important races. And many, many of our judges will be at both of these events as well. So if, if you ever want to sit there and actually get to personally know the candidate you're voting for or thinking about voting for coming out, cause they're going to be there and they're going to talk to you. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, please check that out. Um, I, I think all of this is on, um, is on your, your Facebook page. Um, it sure and- is, yep. And uh, anyone could go there and you can also go to ParmaRepublicans.com and you can get uh, all the information uh, that you want. I'll post, uh, I've posted a lot of that on my page. So if you want to come to mine to find it out, but please check it out, learn about, you know, there's nothing like a candidate who's just down to earth and who's just out there to meet, uh, meet you. And um, I will tell you that you can tell a person and you can tell a candidate by the company they keep. And Jolene's got some great people that she's um, that she's going to have at these events, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you got to get out and vote and vote Republican and vote for Jolene. Jolene, thanks for coming that. on. I kept you on a little longer than I than That's I had told okay. you, but I appreciate. It. I'll let you get back to your family. Um, st- everyone, stay on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on for another uh, ten or fifteen minutes. I'm gonna let Jolene go uh, so she can enjoy her evening. Jolene, thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Well, so that was Jolene Austin. Uh, great. Great candidate here uh, for Ohio 14. Uh, I really appreciate her being on. And I want to talk a little bit more um, about her candidate and about the issue that really got me going. Um, and as I said, towards the end there with Jolene, as you could tell about a person by the the company they keep, and I just want people to know and understand that recently her her opponent, uh, Sean Brennan, had Amy Klobuchar come to to canvas here in uh, in the district. Okay, Amy Klobuchar is a radical leftist from uh, Minneapolis, from Minnesota, a radical pro-abortionist. Nan Whaley, who's running for governor here in Ohio, is a radical pro-abortionist. If you go on Sean Brennan's website, all you see, and, and you have to search for it because he kind of hides it, um, but but as you scroll down from all the endorsements, you see Planned Parenthood on there. You see it. It's there. They support him. They would not support him if they didn't feel that he would support all of the abortion initiatives in the Ohio House. And ask yourself this question. The Democrats in the Ohio House would not support a heartbeat bill. They would not support it. And if you're backed by Planned Parenthood, he's also backed by Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights. If you're backed by them, Sean Brennan will not vote to support any kind of born alive or heartbeat bill or anything like that. When you're when you're supported and promoted by Planned Parenthood in these groups, so that's um, very important. But I I want to also just to, just for my own take, get into again a little bit on the whole question of why Democrat. You know, people who have voted Democrat their whole life, and I get it. You know, it's your parents, your grandparents. You felt at home with the Democrat Party because you were, especially because you were uh, in the family or the the line of work you're you're in you know, whatever that, that type of work, union work, teachers, but ask yourself this question, why, why do I vote for this party? What do they represent? Do they represent me, my beliefs, my philosophies? Are they doing things and have, do they have policies 
that helped help me and my family. I'm not talking about handouts. I'm not talking about special gifts. And I don't want that for white collar or any kind of business. Um, I want I want people to have freedom and opportunity. I want low taxes. But I want to ask you, look, let's look at the Democrat Party today. This is who they are. This isn't me saying it. This is who they are. And ask yourself, Parma, ask yourself if this is you. Does, is this you? Are you someone that believes in killing babies in a horrific, painful manner that abortion does? Do you believe in that? Is that you? Do you believe that we should not be in a energy independent, that we should get into this whole global warming nonsense and alter our lives severely, not be energy independent, be dependent on other countries, have to have the president of the United States go and beg other countries to produce more oil for us because the price has gotten so high. Is that you? And how many jobs, how many manufacturing blue collar jobs were in the industry, the oil and gas industry, that they want to destroy the coal industry. They want to destroy. They've said so. They're, Joe Biden is on video saying, "Let's we need, we're, we'll work it out, right? We'll work out these these ener- this energy. Um, this this is not your party. It took Donald Trump, a Republican, to come in and renegotiate NAFTA, get better trade deals that impact your life and my life. It took Donald Trump to come in and be tough on China and improve our lives from from a manufacturing and trade perspective. Why? Why didn't the Democrats do this for 20, 30, 40, 50, last 50, 60 years? Why didn't they do any of this? Why didn't Hillary Clinton? Why didn't Joe Biden do any of this? He didn't. It took a Republican to do that. And if we get into more of the social issues, let's talk about those social issues. The biggest issues right now, the Democrats are running on abortion. That's what they have. That's what they apparently love. What else are they running on? They're running on on boys being in girls sports. Hey, Parma people, is that you? Is, is that what you believe in and feel? They're, they're running on transgender everything wanting to hide kids transitioning from their parents, pornography, drag shows in schools. It may not be happening in your specific school. I get it. But it's coming because it's happening. And the Democrat Party is the party that loves that, believes in it, and fights for it. They do. Tim Ryan, for example, is trying to act like a Republican. He will not have Joe Biden come to Ohio for him. Now, you might say, well, it's because he's not radical. He's not like them, but he is. He votes with them all the time. He believes in everything they believe in. And if he was a U.S. senator, if he was a U.S. senator from Ohio, he would vote with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. Even if he didn't want to, he would. Because that's who he is. Sean Brennan is the same thing. The Ohio House is majority Republican. And we want to obviously grow that even more so that we can do more for the people of this phenomenal state. I believe that our states are really becoming more important because we have more power and control at the state level than we do at the federal level. And so our state uh, legislatures are extremely important. Uh, Our president, 
Joe Biden has said that if they maintain the majority, his first act after the midterms will be to codify Roe v. Wade. That's how much he wants abortion to be legal. And he's a Catholic, or at least he says so. And I'm here to say you cannot be Catholic and pro-abortion. You cannot be. If you are pro-abortion, you cannot call yourself a Catholic. You can't. And you definitely shouldn't be initiated as a Eucharistic minister. Um, and thank God uh, he was uh, taken down for that for that role. Uh, Sean, that's Sean Brennan. Uh, but again, I want to ask all of you from Parma, all of you from you know such a, such a great area, ask yourself if the Democrat Party today represents you. Do what they believe, what they're pushing, what they desire, what they want, what they've done. Does that represent who you are? Or are you just voting because of who your parents and grandparents and who your coworkers at your job vote have voted for? The Democrat Party has caused this inflation. The Democrat Party has caused rising gas prices. The Democrat Party has caused this recession that we are in, even if the Democrats want to change the definition of a, of a recession. They have caused the crime waves all throughout the country by being soft on crime, soft on criminals, and destroying the police. The police unions support Sean Brennan. It's on the website. Okay. Maybe the union leaders do, but I guarantee you the police officers and their families do not support the radical leftist agenda of the Democrat party. So think for yourself, live for yourself, work for yourself, vote with your heart and your soul. Um, on, on this coming Tuesday or next Tuesday, Vote Republican at all levels. The Democrat Party has left you. And I'll sign off with that. And thank you for joining me. Thank you, Jolene Austin, running for Ohio House uh, District 14, for coming on and being here. Thank all of you for listening. Please listen to my show on all the different podcast apps. This episode, I'm going to, it's being recorded. I'm going to record it and send it out for those of you that couldn't make it live. I know being live is tough. Um, but I'll send it out so you can listen to it. Please like and share and send this uh, this video or the audio of this show to uh, your friends and family to listen to. Uh, please listen to all my shows and all the different podcast apps on Rumble, not YouTube. I got kicked off, by the way. Um, and um, I'm also on Mike Lindell, the Pillow Guys uh, site as well, Frank Speech. And I'm on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on rightamericamedia.com. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.
I know.